I'm Johan Seben from Year of the Light, and you are listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. All right, so we're off and running. So let's talk, let's talk about the uh, year of no light. How long, you guys have been around for quite a long time. Yes, 20 years. This yeah, year. I was going to say, I think it was like 2001. So do you find it difficult writing new music and keeping it fresh and not writing the same material as you have for the last 20 years? Yes, exactly. I think that's why we took uh, eight, seven or eight years to, to make this new album. And yeah, it's not always easy trying to not repeat himself. So, right. Yeah. But you, f- you find yourself in the studio going, oh, wait a second, we may have used that one 10 years ago or something. Mm, it's not going to the studio. It's right before in the practice room. Right. Yeah. So do you guys actually get together in a practice room? You're able to do that with the conditions and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if we change a lot the way of composing songs in the time, I think at the beginning we were much more jamming together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now um, some guitar players usually come with songs nearly with all the structure already. And then we, we work around it. So it evolves quite a bit, yeah. Do you feel that the the old way of doing it, like with everybody in the same room and bouncing ideas off each other is, I don't hate to say it, like more organic and more immediate? Or is that not a... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, even if there is a lot of work when we are together trying to to appropriate the, the song, it always right. takes a lot of time to to find the right articulation between the different parts of the song right no i mean i get that you guys are definitely composing i think more than writing especially in your sort of music exactly yeah Yeah. do you guys have any professional training or professional upbringing in music or is it all just uh some of us have some Uh, some of us one of us is a guitar player uh, one of the learn percussion in in a much more orchestral way, and the others are self taught. Right, right. <laughs> but so, so, some are better than the others. <laughs> right. All right. So I'm gonna probably butcher this because uh, I don't really. Is it consolamentum? Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. So now that it's, I, I assume it's done, right? Just waiting to be released here in July. Yes. Are you satisfied with the outcome? Or, and is there uh, something you sit back and you go, well, I wish I would have done? No, no, no. We, we are always satisfied with uh, results. And this time, we, I think we are really, really enthusiastic of this release because we take so long to, to, to make it. Right. It was, uh, well, this time, it was really hard for us to make it finish. You know, we, we were supposed to record it three years ago, but one of our guitar players had a problem with his hand, so he wow. cannot play. So we decided to delay, postpone the studio uh, one one year later, two years ago. Then we and recorded then, it two years ago, right. and then it's coming out now. 
So it was quite a, a long process, but yeah, we are particularly happy with, with the results. So here's a two-part question for you. First, how exciting is it to finally be on the eve of it being out? And then second, what was it like trying to get this record finished in the last year's current climate, both whatever, whole world climate? <laughs> but it was, I think for us, it was a good thing because as we were late on quite some artwork stuff and... Mm-hmm. And we knew that we won't be able to tour right. when it will be ready. So we decided to postpone the tour a bit later so we can also postpone the release date. Initially, it was supposed to be released in December last year. Oh, yeah. So we, we say, okay, there is no hurry. <laughs> we can't right. do, can do anything. Now, right now. And then we will be able to tour uh, starting in November. Oh, is that what you're looking at, November? Yes. How hard is it to take these songs out from the studio to the stage? Because they're pretty complicated and intense, right? Is it difficult to get them to play live? Mm, some we used to play them for like four years on stage. Mm-hmm. So you're used but, to it. Yes, but some others we have never played it <laughs> before <laughs> on stage. So I think uh, in the fall when we will try to practice, when we start to practice again for the show, we will try to decide what songs we, we will play and how we will play it. Do you find when you're in the studio, you're sometimes overwriting for the stage or sometimes you go, I can't really do this because it won't come across on stage? Or do you not even worry about the live setting and write we, the song? No, we don't worry about it. Usually songs are made, well, we always try to test it live. Mm-hmm. Before recording, because it's oh, okay. a, a good a good um, crash test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But we, um, I remember on the previous album, we have the one song Alamut that we we tried to play it. I think one time, and it was not finished when we arrived to the studio, and it was a, a really stressful situation while recording it. And then since that day, we never played it live. So, <laughs> Even to this day, no. No, no, no. But it's always like that. Um, maybe on this album, I think four of the five uh, has been played together. Four out of the five. And one that was a bit harder to record. We, we will see. <laughs> we, never, we never know. All right. So I'm going to read a quote from the, uh, the bio I was sent. And I'm hoping maybe you can sort of explain it to me or explain it to anybody listening. Um, is that Alethea? Is that how I'm pronouncing it? Yes. Okay, so Alethea is a double movement of light and darkness before burning our memories on the altar of the void. Help me yes. out here. Help me out here. Uh, I wish uh, Pierre, the guitar player, <laughs> would did it. He's <laughs> uh, there with me to because that's him who, who write that's, it, who right. wrote it. But yeah. All right, I tell you what, I tell you what, I can make it easier. Is there a message or something you want your fans to take away from after listening to a year of no light record, especially this record? No particular message, but we, I think we are just contemplating our current society. Right. <laughs> and we don't know what to do with that. <laughs> and we just try to bring people somewhere else. To, to, to make them travel with us. Do you find that writing this type of music is cathartic and helps you get out all of that shit? Totally. It, it's totally that. 
for the fans and for the artist. I mean, you know, you're exactly. writing it like that, but it's great when somebody on the other side of the world connects and goes, holy crap, I feel the same way or and now it makes sense or, or something like that, yeah. right? Exactly. But for us, it's really important to, to play this music and the live set is such a cathartic experience for us also. And we really need it. Oh, yeah. Do you find that sometimes it's, I don't want to say too cathartic and it makes you vulnerable and you don't want to put that out there or do you just throw it all in and see where it lands? So, sorry? Are there like some sort of emotions and stuff you hold back you don't want to, or is it when you put your whole being into it and you're writing these cathartic songs and getting all your shit out, you find it too vulnerable? Are you worried about what people are going to think or you just kind of do it? No, we don't, we don't think about that. <laughs> just put it out there and hope they connect? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. What has been the um, the reception for Alethea so far? But I think people seem to enjoy it. Apparently, we've got some really good feedbacks. Some some people really enjoy it. The really enjoy the writing that is a bit different from the older song we we get. And yeah, till now we we just previewed two songs uh, right. online and feedbacks are really great. So that's good. We, we I find, can't wait to reveal the whole album. Yeah. I find it interesting that the moods and the energy and that the whole thing on the record is very reminiscent of what we're living through now, even though you said you wrote it, what, three yeah. years ago? Yeah, exactly. So when we made an interview like two weeks ago, and the journalist was really sure uh, of him that we compose the album during during the, the pandemic, the, right? And, yeah, and no, no, it was uh, everything was finished right before. <laughs> that, that's that blows my mind because as I listen to it, I think the same thing. You could apply everything in there to today's world, no matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. It was almost like you were predicting it ahead of time. So you guys, have you done any live streams at all? Are you going to do anything like that or interaction with fans? No, we, we, we were thinking about uh, making it, but uh, we didn't find, I think, the, the right place to, to do it. Right. Uh, we've got some quite good proposals for, from some festival, including Elfest. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, uh, That's 22. 20, uh, yeah, the, for the edition. This one's online, canceled, right? This, this week. Oh, it's online? Yeah, I think <clears> it's this week. Uh, yes, and, but we cannot make it as we didn't uh, play together for more than one year. Right. And we are not living in, all in the same city. It will have been a lot of logistics just to make it possible. And we prefer to focus on real live coming later this year. And right the same festival coming next year sure what's it like over there in you're in bordeaux right uh, most of the band is in bordeaux but right now i'm in paris oh okay what's it like yeah. over there is are you able to get out and run around now or is it still quarantine yeah yeah yeah. we have bars and restaurants are open right yeah. now we it's uh we have a curfew at 11 at night at what time yeah. 11 oh okay so yeah. we have we're open fully now everything is go no masks. Yeah. Everybody just does their thing. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very, it's different after being a year with all that stuff. Now everything, I go into a store and I'm like, I feel funny. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it will be the same here in two weeks and a half if everything goes fine. Two weeks, yeah. So it'll be great. And then we're back to normal and shows. I can't wait to see a show. But shows have started again for two weeks. I have seen some cool stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Yes. When was the last time you guys were on stage? It was, I think, two years ago in Paris for a festival uh, for New Noise magazine. Do you think that being off the road for so long and just writing material and doing that stuff is going to be difficult to get back out there again? You have nerves, nervous about it or nothing? We we can't wait. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And the fans can't wait either. I imagine it's people are going to go absolutely insane. Yeah. At the first shows. But I, I think yeah, the first shows with people staying standing up without uh, any distanciation and so on will be crazy. I can't wait. I've got tickets for a couple shows coming up here in the next month, and I'm totally <laughs> unbelievably excited. Where, where are you living? I'm in uh, Richmond, Virginia, right outside okay. of Washington D.C. Okay. Yeah, so we uh, I'm actually going to see Seven Dust in two weeks, I think, at a okay. pro- at a proper indoor venue, you know, fifteen hundred people and. It's going to be great. First time in yeah. a year and a half or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing. Did I miss anything you want to cover? No. Uh, we, yeah. Hope that wasn't too bad. No, it was perfect. Thanks right. a lot. Excellent. Thank you, man. I'll send you guys a link when it's up. Okay, perfect. Stay safe, my friend. Bye. Bye. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.